You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Dallas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's Dallas After Show. There it is. There it is. What's up, cowboys and cowgirls? This is the after show for Dallas Season 3, Episode 5, DTR. We're in the lovely Afterbus Studios here in beautiful Hollywood, California, with two beautiful ladies. Kelly Oliski, Dorinda Barker, how are you? I love how nervous you both look. You sit there like, what's he going to say about us? (laughs) Give me something, ladies. You never know what's going to come out of your mouth. I don't know. You know, the fun thing is, either do I. True story. I want to hear myself a little more. I can't hear myself. Phil, Svitek in the box. How you doing? (laughs) Give me a little more, AJ. A little more. Oh, there it is. Okay, we're getting there. We're getting there. All right, cool. So, this is the longest intro music of all time. It's okay because we love it. Um, This episode. It's a good one. It was a great episode. These yeah. episodes keep getting better they and better. They are absolutely getting better and better. I'm excited every time I watch it. Let's start off and talk about the uh, title of the episode, DTR. Ladies, what does that mean? <laughs> Define the relationship. Oh, okay. Well, that's not what I thought. <laughs> Dorinda, what did you think it meant? Down D- to ride. Down to ride. That's right. Dirty Dorinda. I was like, well, I know what DT, you know, mm-hmm. the other one is. But <laughs> oh, what's the other one, Dorinda? DTF. What's that mean? <laughs> I don't say it. I don't not, say it. I can't say it. Down to frack. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Nice. What? That will be the episode of, a, of an, or that will be the title of an episode that, later yeah. in the season. <laughs> New hashtag. DTF. Down I'm to so frack. I'm so glad you're back, Kelly. <laughs> Me too. I missed you guys last week. The episode miss- was so good and I didn't get to talk about it. It, it was so good. I'm sad. You can, um, um, you can inject your uh, thoughts tonight. I will. Absolutely. And let's be honest, it's really not that fun doing the show with just Dorinda. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Dorinda. You're my favorite, obviously. Dorinda, you're my favorite. <laughs> all right. Now that I've divided you two like any like now, a, like a good viewing would do. Meanwhile, since she's hanging out all week with Ronnie Jr. <laughs> yes, I was in New York. Yeah, Jr. she's with Ronnie all weekend. Wait, Ronnie yeah. here, Ronnie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, is we he still in New York? It in Harlem. Yeah. There. <laughs> That's normal. Okay. Moving right along. Also, at the top of the episode, we've got Pamela and John Ross uh, coming back on a private jet from their honeymoon, um, ready to rule the world and get back to work. Yeah. Uh, not before a little hanky-panky in the back of the limo, though. So I'm glad to see these two are once again having relations. Yes. After the Emerald Green lingerie fiasco. Mm. Thank you, Emma. Yeah, and then Bell. the morning rejection right after yes. on the wedding day. That's just that is not good for a woman. Yeah. Does that does not do anything for her psyche. Well, right off the bat though, I see in this episode that uh Pamela, her character is uh going getting back to what we loved about her. She's a little feistier again. She's like, I felt like I was in a fog. I feel like what really happened is the writers see these few episodes play out and they're like, what are we doing to Pamela? Let's make a reference about that. I feel like I was in a fog. I'm back. There you go. Yeah, yeah. She hasn't been that fun this season, like off and on. But uh, I like fierce, ridiculous Pamela, not the one who's kind of getting played by Emma. And I liked when they walked off the plane and they were looking at Dallas. Mm-hmm. And he's like, are you ready? What does he say? Are you ready to rule? Yeah, ready yeah. to rule the world. And he, and he, mm-hmm. 
get, and she puts, I was like, oh, that's so hot. That is kind of hot. With that big, that's... fabulous diamond. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that thing keeps slapping me in the face. Okay. <laughs> like, DTR. Every time I'm like, oh, that ring is so awesome. Slapping her in the face. <laughs> Next up, we've but got. We can, uh, uh, but we can still see. We can see Pamela's feistiness coming out in the office every time she glances over at the secretary. Oh yeah, the, uh, see those, those fire, fire her, she's, fire her. She's, she's back tonight. She's mm-hmm. definitely back. Uh, like then we've got Bobby. Uh, keeping an eye on John Ross as only Bobby can. Uh, John Ross's first uh, point of interest when he gets back from the honeymoon is to check out the uh, the other side of the ranch where they're going to frack. Um, yes. So he goes there to check in on that. Bobby's keeping an eye on him. Sue Ellen's also keeping an eye on him. Um, Sue Ellen, though, th- tells him um, to go ask Stanley Babcock to resign. Oh, she the- then she goes, correct, mm-hmm. after yeah. this. Sue Ellen goes to the governor. Mm-hmm. Is that where she goes? Yeah, she went to the governor. The she governor. goes to Austin, goes to see the governor. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's confusing how, like, they're all over the place. They're in Austin. They're in Nuevo Laredo. They're all over the place. And <laughs> yeah. it happens very quickly. Uh-huh. Um, but she goes to the governor, asks him to ask Stanley Babcock to, Babcock to resign. He is the railroad commissioner currently who has sex with furries. Yes. Which we yes. discovered last He's week a- when you weren't here. So <laughs> I, you need to watch that. I know. When I saw that one part, I just was, I can't believe I missed that conversation. Yeah. Phil Svitek uh, did exactly what he does best, and he he dug. He dug deep, and he found us some actual footage of furries last week. So <laughs> Amazing. We do what we can here to bring you guys hard-hitting coverage of the best of the best. We want to make Dallas. sure you don't miss anything. Yeah, we're on our, we bring our A-game every single night. Well, not most nights. Um, so then she goes to ask him to tell Stanley Babcock to resign, gives him a bottle of J.R. Bourbon. That bottle of bourbon is making its way all over the, se- the season. I love it. Can you um, buy that? I, you have to be able to. I'm sure that they have well, to be I think they were this. working on it was the last thing I had read. So I'll have to go back and look oh, okay. and see if it was actually, you're able, actually <clears throat> able to buy it. Well, you need to start selling it before the show goes off the air. True. I mean, I, I, currently we're the only three people I know that watch the show outside of like our, like our crazy fans who watch I, us. Yeah. Like, I almost like Dallas is the best show on TV and everybody's like, is that still on? <laughs> I, I love it. So it just is so good. I keep yeah. telling people, how are you not watching it? Yeah. Binge yeah. watch immediately. Absolutely. Um, so then, uh, she threatens to tell, um, about his cover-up of the rig explosion last season. Um, he shut her right down, though. And we're thinking, oh, gosh, she's got the best of her. She looks defeated. But then I wrote down, dot, 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 or does he? Because then she walks away and makes a phone call to Bobby. She goes, I think our plan worked. And she said that um, men have a lust for control. They need to feel this. I think this is a fair, a fair statement. Mm-hmm. Men need to feel like they're in control. So she let him feel like he just one-upped her. As we find out later, we find out we find out why she doesn't want him to be suspicious of anything else going on. She wants him to think I just put her in her place, and that's you know wipe my hands clean of that and move on, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that's where we are at that moment. Uh, then I we're like back. How she said that people like him and my son. Yes. Yep. Yes. She had no problems with putting her son right in that hole. Yeah. Last couple episodes, Sue Ellen's not really speaking very highly of John Ross. Nope. Mm. And I don't blame her. Well, because she's comparing him to to Jr. And to young Jr., not yeah. old dying Jr., who kind of had a little bit of a soul again for a moment. Um, yeah, but that Jr. was very short-lived compared to the Jr. that she knew. Yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, she knows the Jr. who put her in an insane asylum. She that is true. She knows the Jr. who tried to kidnap John Ross. She very knows true. the Jr. that went and had sex with her sister. Mm. Yeah. That one's unforgivable. Yeah. yeah. She wound up in a pool. 
She did. She <laughs> sure did. down in a pool. Face, exactly. <laughs> Emma knows that story. Uh, so now we're back in Nueva Laredo. Uh, Elena visits Cliff Barnes in a jail. She's there with Nicholas Trevino. Uh, they're going to go look for clues in police in the police file because now they've been one-upped by Bobby at the gun range. Um, every, and around every turn, basically, Bobby's there first, and he takes mm-hmm. care of everything. They're mm-hmm. thinking the only option we have now is to get a hold of this police file, right? Well, uh, they've got a connection. Trevino has a connection, so they're going to look into that. Um, you had a really interesting – one of you, I think Dorinda did – had a really interesting um, thought, though, about the orphan boy, yeah. um, illegitimate son sort of – Yeah. Talk about that. Okay. So why is he helping Cliff? I don't know. It can't be just because it's a business partnership and it can't just be because of Elena. There has to be more to it. And because I still do believe that they're setting that whole they took our land thing. I I don't think that's real. In my head, that's not real. But I think that he is Cliff Barnes' illegitimate son. Trevino? Trevino. Hmm. And I think that we, if not... I just set up a great storyline. But I mean, like, <laughs> but that's what I think. I think that somehow that that is Cliff's illegitimate son. Cause we haven't had an illegitimate child in a while. In here. a while. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been quite a minute. We haven't had one. Yeah. And that's not normal for Dallas. Um, that's actually pretty interesting. <laughs> I think, uh, it, it's, I love how they're weaving all these old storylines into new storylines and they feel so seamless. They feel so fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it all makes sense. And if anybody could create a new life for somebody from what was it, 1997 is when back. Yeah, 1997 is when he became Nicholas Trevino. Exactly. And if anybody could create a, a new life for somebody and erase their old life, it's Cliff Barnes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So it, make, it makes sense. Because yeah. Frank would have done it. Frank would have done oh, it. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Good old Frank. Hashtag Miss Frank. <laughs> so we'll have to keep an eye on that on that potential story yeah, moving I, forward I think it could be something there that could be uh, then entering the episode uh, I, we saw last episode Christopher and Heather got together finally we knew mm-hmm. that was going to happen um, and they uh, so she's in the stables and Christopher walks up to her um, and he's like uh, sorry I haven't been around I didn't know what you were expecting or what you you know uh, wanted to happen after the last time I put it down in a, in a, in a haystack <laughs> Um, and he asked her to get a drink. She tells him that she's not interested in anything really serious, that she just got out of a relationship, and he says the same thing. So they go to have a drink, correct? Yes. They're going awesome. to start taking shots. <laughs> yes. And then we actually get the title of the episode thrown in, the DTR. We sure do. That's when they talk about <laughs> we it. We sure do. <laughs> my perplexed look on my face. In, uh, in the, the, your, the favorite setting that you like, that oh, oh. honky talk bar. I was like, yeah. this is where he took her. This is where he took her on her first yeah, date. Saddle, but... Ranch, Saddle Ranch Chop House. <laughs> and she's like, she's a, what did you say? I, I was going to say stage hand. She's a ranch hand. She's a ranch hand. Yeah. That's her place that's her setting that's where she feels comfortable at analyn mccord yeah they're not going to katsuya i mean it's it's not a real date date it's a casual thing they're just going and i forget that you know christopher is not (laughs) they're doing the whole christopher's not john ross thing exactly yes john ross would put on a nice suit and yeah Yeah. and he would have taken her to ghost bar on uh, top yeah. of the yes, kick. I've been would've. there. Oh, I've had some good times here, yeah. yeah. We ladies need to calm it the F down. <laughs> All right, so Sue Ellen asks John Ross about Emma um, and uh, says it's over. She calls him reckless and dumb uh, and, again, compares him to JR. He goes, mm-hmm. I'm not JR. And he's trying to convince his mom that he actually is not JR. Well, he might actually be worse, uh, yeah, but yeah. he's not JR. 
He's, he, well, no, he's not Jr. But I understand why his mom is doing what she's doing. Of course, Be, I, he's trying to convince her that she's doing it because of Jr. I think she's doing it because that's her son, and mm-hmm. she doesn't want her son to be like his father. Well, and in all fairness, part of it is because of Jr. And that's okay. Yeah, Jr. realized at the end of his life, he's like, I was an ass. Like, what was I thinking? You know. Yeah. And and it's funny how you know in retrospect you look back on things the choices you made and you realize eh, i don't know what where was i at that point in my life that i thought that was a good choice to make exactly. and she lived through that with, with but i think she's also doing the same thing because remember when john ross tells her you looked the other way your whole life one more time's not going to kill you yeah and mm. i think she's trying to be different herself as well she doesn't want to be the same person that just looks the other way we've seen with this new series how she's becoming a better person and trying to get out of those old habits and aside from falling back on the drinking she's trying to have more confidence within herself to make a change and do the right thing in all fairness the falling back on the drinking thing is fantastic we love it (laughs) Um, her and that flask she takes that flask with her everywhere Uh, but no I I mean she's she's still manipulating she's still doing but she's doing it from a place of love I think more so um, than what John John Ross is just greedy right now Right. You know, he's just trying to make a buck. Yeah, I can't hate him. So she's getting in the game more so than she did before. Yeah. She's really standing up. I like it. She's savvy. Yeah. She's savvy. She's amazing. Now, okay, here's my question. And so now it's so big for him to Wait, fry. did you not take notes tonight, Dorinda Barker? No, because wow. I kept it in my head. Wow. Okay, impressive. I, normally, I'm, I, I know. Let's try to throw her off. I know. Go. What do you got, Dorinda? What do you got? What's the quote? Go. Go. Let's talk about the show Heart of Dixie we're talking about right now. Go. What did you have to say? Levon. That's all I that's the only character. Oh, and Lemon Breland. That's all I know about them. Never watched it. Uh what was it where was I going? Oh, okay. Oh, about totally the messed. fracking. About the fracking. Okay. On Southwark. Is she doing it because she believes that he shouldn't frack on Southwark, or is she doing it because she just believes that he is trying to take advantage of the whole situation to excuse my friend, screw the family over? Even um, though I don't think he's trying to screw the family over, I think he wants to make more money for the yeah. family. I think that it's a little <laughs> bit of both, probably. I, mm-hmm. I, hmm. her and Miss Ellie had an interesting relationship, kind of back and forth over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they're a little bit closer. Miss Ellie kind of looked out for her sometimes, yeah. especially when John Ross or when Jr. was doing horrible things to her. But then they didn't always get along, really. Um, and Miss Ellie, especially in the early years, was a lot closer to Pamela than she ever was to Sue Ellen. Yeah. So I don't know how much she cares whether or not they frack South Fork. Maybe she does. I don't know. Yeah. I think that she's really just concerned that her son is an a-hole. And I don't. Th- I think she knows that he's doing it for all the wrong reasons. And that is why she's so upset. She sees way too many similarities to Jr. Well, that makes sense. Well, she says he's creating a war within the family. Yeah. There's nothing innocent about him. Oh and my I God, think, you like, have beautiful that, writing. Oh, thank you. Aww. I think that's. I think that's one of the things too. One yeah. of the reasons why she goes to Bobby and and says because she's I, dividing the. Family. I love the the alliance with Bobby. Yeah. Yes, I think it's so well, cool. Family that blackmails together stays that's together. That's right. I, I <laughs> love that quote. Good They're good they ones tonight. Some really good yeah. ones yeah. tonight. Uh, and then uh, Christopher confronts John Ross about the layoffs or about firing the people, the, the ranch mm-hmm. hands. Pamela mm-hmm. notices Candace touch John Ross during this exchange. Mm-hmm. Uh. It's the first time it happens this episode. We called it. It's going to it's gonna get dicier and dicier. Uh, Emma then gets a necklace from John Ross, um, and he shows up, and she is uh, – I think she's in some sheets. Oh, that's not yet. She gets a necklace from him. He comes back from, from – She's in that black dress. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And yeah. he gives her this red necklace, which is a very – 
memorable necklace. It's not something that you're going to hide very well. So it's a, it's a it's a statement piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he then needs Ryland's ships, which is the real reason he got her the, ne- the necklace. Mm-hmm. Uh, ask her to talk to her to her grandmother. Correct. Yeah. Yes. To Judith. Yes, Judith. Um. God, I love Judith. Then, of course, Anne storms into Emma's room because Anne comes back from shopping because she's getting no storyline yet this season. Shame on you, Dallas. Um, she comes back, <laughs> yeah. puts down her bags, and storms into Emma's room. Um, she, Emma says to her, what is your purpose around here anyways? <sighs> kind of hurts, but it's kind of true. You lying yeah. former drug addict. Yes. <laughs> she goes there. And Meanwhile, you're living under her roof. You are living under her roof yeah. and having s- copulating with her nephew. Oh, did you confuse me with somebody that you love after you abandoned me? <laughs> oh, that was a good one too. Oh, Kelly's on fire. That was good, Kelly. I was like, wait a second. Wait. <laughs> you were really talking yeah, to me. It, it, like, it was funny because it felt like real life. That was a good one. That was really funny. That was really good. That was really, that was awesome. No, seriously. Was like, Dredd is like, I felt like it was on an episode of Dallas. Um, she, if you guys are watching, creators, writers of Dallas, if you're, if you're casting, the casting department, I mean, aren't you from Texas? I am, actually. There you from go. Dallas. There I, you have I'm it. from Austin. Oh, Austin. Yeah. oh, I love Austin. Oh, yeah. Bouncing around. Yes. Um, but I, it's interesting how their their true feelings really come out in this exchange. Mm-hmm. And uh, Anne just, it just loses it. She kicks her out. Uh, and then uh, we go back to Elaine and Trevino. They meet with the state attorney asking him to get the police files. He says he'll see what he can do because he's got some beef with the Ewings also. Mm-hmm. Correct from mm-hmm. previous issues. Um, well, because when Sue Ellen was running for governor, yes, and Jr. had him like yes, drop the charges. Yes, so he's a little yes bitter. Yeah, jaded. <laughs> he's jaded. Uh, then we've got Anne. She calls Ryland. It's all starting. I told you guys I called no. this weeks ago. She and Ryland are going to get back together. Anne calls Ryland. Uh, they're starting to reconnect. Ryland calls the CIA. He wants out. He meets up with the CIA operative, and he's like, "I want out of this." Um, and yeah, they but say, you got to talk about the, fa- the the thing that's bringing them back together. Like you said, he tells her she didn't mess up. Yeah, but he doesn't like say that yet, does he? I thought yeah, he said it later. Yeah, in that conversation, because she's well. in the car, she's apologizing, and he tells her, you oh, don't yeah. worry, you didn't mess up. He did say that. I didn't really notice he's it. He's starting to get a yes. little softer with her, with and her. Like, his feelings are starting to come out, which was, I mean, did you notice like she was about to cry, and then he says that, and she kind of yeah. toughens back up? Yeah. So and maybe your theory is coming true. She and Bobby have not been seen on camera together like all season. Except when they were found out, and he was yeah, so they found out about the CIA thing. You're yes, right. since then, separate. She's shopping. What? Oh no, why is Bobby going to have an affair with Sue Ellen? Why do women go shopping all the time? Because <laughs> they just want to not deal with what's going on in their lives. Well, that's why I do it. So <laughs> well, you could be right on. I'm that. shopping a lot lately. Mm. That's weird. No, so I'm kidding. Or drink um, wine. Right, exactly. <laughs> so he tells. He then tells Ryland. He goes, "We have to stop this. We have to make this all happen. This connection happen and bring down this drug cartel because they're about to overthrow the Mexican government. Mm-hmm. That's not good for you, for me, or for our country. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now this is for America." <laughs> Ryland is saving single handedly. He's like yes. he's basically like Iron Man. He's like an Avenger. <laughs> he, Ryland is. Yes. He's be, more. He's more like Team America. Yes. World Police. Yes. <laughs> <That's really> well, <laughs> I, I wanted to sing the song. America. F- yeah. There it is. Um, so then he blackmails a CIA agent with proof of offshore money. 
that is yeah. being spent uh, on things that are not Doing having illegal to do with, yes. black ops. Right. Illegal black ops. Right. That's not, by the way, I want to let you know. Once you said that, I was like, "You are so hot." So that does hot. sound hot, right? So yeah. hot. So hot. I don't care. Make all the money in the world. <laughs> that just sounds so hot. Make all the money in the world, honey. That's what you just sound. It sounds so hot. So I sounded like B. Arthur. He, bl- <laughs> he blackmails the CIA agent. The CIA agent then agrees to put more security on South Fork to protect Emma. Yeah. And Anne. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cliff calls Pamela from jail. Well, first of all, it's like Signora, Signora, or something. <laughs> that was so funny. And like, who is on the phone? He's like. Un momento. And then Cliff Barnes gets on because he's in a Mexican, he's in Nuevo Laredo in prison. <laughs> but he's still got Pamela? Yeah, Pamela. <laughs> Pamela, is that you? Okay, Cliff Barnes, you're 109 years old. Um, but he says over and over and over, I didn't kill JR, I didn't kill JR, I didn't she kill JR. And she hangs up on him. Um, and then once again, what does she see? Candace. Mm. Touching John Ross. Mm. Who else sees it? Sue Ellen. Mm. Eh, their eyes have been opened. Uh, Sue Ellen. She's on the warpath to stop John Ross, which I love. Yes. This is my favorite Sue Ellen. Uh, we go back to Christopher and Heather. They're doing their shots at the bar, correct? Mm-hmm. Doing their thing. Heather gets kind of awkward when he asks about her last relationship. And we're kind of wondering what's, you know, what's going on. Um, turns out she has a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, one of you ladies brought up, you made it, cause, okay. So many of the characters now, and it's hard not to because the show went on for so long and there yeah. were so many characters. Like when I said, Emma, you're kind of like the Lucy character. And she's like, no, I'm not. I'm like, well, yeah, you kind of are. <laughs> You're great, but it's kind of yeah, very similar. Uh, you compared which one of you compared uh, Heather's character to to Jenna Priscilla Presley's character? I did. I yeah, she's got a kid. And she's, she's like got, a new girl. Yeah, and-, and I swear, like when I first saw her, I say I guarantee you they're gonna do some kind of parallel with her and Jenna because they tried. They're trying, of course, Christopher comparable to Bobby. Mm-hmm. It just makes more sense. Yeah. Do you think she's actually related to her? Do you think there's a chance that that character could come back someday? Oh, the Jenna character? Oh, yeah. Well. Oh. I thought I read somewhere that they are trying to get her to come back. Priscilla Presley? Yeah, because her and Bobby have a son together. Yes. Yes. Yeah, right. so they're trying. Which they've not mentioned in they, three seasons. I, which I find very strange. But they have a son together, and someone had ju- I just read it. I wish I could remember. It was like a week or two Maybe ago. Maybe if you'd written it down. <laughs> well, Dorinda Barker. That's not quick. <laughs> I can Google it. Yeah, Google it. Look it up. I'm gonna, um, but no. I think they want her character to come back, and that would just be amazing. Since I Victoria would. Prince will say no. Oh. Ugh, don't get me started. Don't even get me started. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and she has a kid. Uh, they go back to the house. Let's go to that really quickly. They go back to the house. The kid's there. The dad turns out to be the drug dealer. Drug Emma's Mo. drug dealer. Drug dealer. Uh, yeah, another ranch He shows hand. up everywhere. Yeah. He's like a car. And we find out that they were actually... Married. Yeah, briefly. Yeah. High school sweethearts. Oh. Yeah. That's how it goes in Texas, I hear. Yeah. Kelly, do you have any ex-husbands? Well. Oh, my God. No, if you do, that's really awkward. No, I would ask that, you that on that camera. Been... I had oh, no I idea. It happened when we were 17. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what you no, do. No. It's, legal. it's legal in Texas. Uh, then, uh, oh, yeah, we find out that the, oh, this is where we find out the bourbon is bugs. Sue Ellen listens in with, with Bobby. They're in, like, in a van listening to the conversation between the governor and the railroad commissioner. Yes. Correct. Um, yep. The bug and the the bug and the bourbon cork. cork. That's brilliant. Jenna Wade is her name, by the way. Jenna yeah. Wade. Uh, the old bug and the bourbon cork gets them every time. Yeah. It, it sure got them. Uh, and I, I just, I thought it was witty. I didn't see it coming. Oh, I didn't either. I yeah. didn't. Well, we, and we should have because yeah. they focus on the bottle. Not only that it's Jr.'s bourbon, yeah, but they focus obvious. on the bottle. Yeah. yeah. Um, totally then uh, we go. Oh gosh, this, this, this. I love this. 
Judith meets Emma for cocktails. Yes. Right? Uh, tells her, uh, that, what? Tell her egg? Interested in a fleet of ships? Oh, you and global. <laughs> I'm like, egg? What's egg mean? I spelled egg wrong. E.G., you and global. She tells her that you and global is interested in the fleet of ships. Um, and then she also, uh, Judith is like, absolutely not. She mm-hmm. goes, well, I have this envelope. Everybody's got an envelope, right? We need to bring, start bringing envelopes and like try yes. to blackmail. I've got some stuff in here about you. They're like empty envelopes. Um, but she blackmails Judith with an envelope full of ledgers and her black book because she is a madam. Mm-hmm. And I love this. that she's a madam. What else would she be? Look at her. She is Perfect. so fierce. Yes, mama like. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, can I? We just talk about. All right, her hair is pulled back when they meet, and then she walks into the house like. She really makes her presence known when she walks into that house. Oh, with the cane and the cane. heels. And then, uh, did you anyone else not notice the the clock? The clock. Ging, yeah. ging. I was like, that is what death sounds it like. Is. She's terrifying. <laughs> well, I I, wrote, I think I wrote it down somewhere else later, but I'll just say it now. Um, because there's no structure whatsoever to this show, but <laughs> in my thought process, uh, I I love that they've been able to create uh, arch enemies. For the Ewings. Yes. Again, out of a yeah. fresh new family. The Rylands were never a part of no. anything before. They came out of nowhere. And Cliff Barnes, I mean, Cliff Barnes is old. You can't yeah. carry on the Barnes, like, Ewing, like, thing forever. Now they've got the drug cartel. But I, I'd be more afraid of the of the Rylands. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Judith's hair. And Judith's hair. <laughs> yes. And her red beady eyes. Oh, she's terrifying. But she, but fierce. And the pearl choker. Oh, she. But but no Emma joke. has learned a thing or two. Emma yeah. uh, decides mm-hmm. to get. She gets the contract, and she says, uh, "Once I have the contract, you'll get the rest of the documents that I've got, all the shit I've got on you, basically." Mm-hmm. Um, and then Judith though kind of puts her in her place because Emma's all feeling all proud of herself, and she mm-hmm. thinks she's oh, one she up her. Some amazing quotes. Yes, oh. she. I don't have the quotes, but I do have. Uh, you probably do. She mm-hmm. uh, compares Emma to a whore and a fool, a fool because Emma. And John Ross right now are sleeping together, but it's because John Ross is manipulating her and getting things out of her. Yeah, and she Emma's- tells her, never let a man screw you for nothing. Well, not never. I mean, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it's fun. But yeah, but for the most part. She's getting something. But she's comparing and, yeah. her to the escorts. Of course. Basically, so that's what they never let a man screw them for nothing. That's why they make, you know, they have the upper hand and they're usually in control. Uh-huh. And that's they, why they're highly paid. Yes, yeah. they, they let mm-hmm. the men believe what they want to believe. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is... There. They're manipulating them Absolutely. rather it being them the other way around. Not that we condone escorting, but, <laughs> but if you're going to do it, do it right. Take Ryland. control of your situation. She also Fuck. called Emma a worthless creature. Or she goes, if you believe that John Ross actually loves you, you're nothing more than a worthless creature. If she says he degrades you, and if yeah. you think that's love, then you're worthless. Worthless creature? Those are harsh words from your grandma. Well, first of all, do you think she said it because... She wanted to really get at her, or do you think she said it because she loved her? I think she loves her. Yeah. I think underneath it all, she loves her, and she's trying but to... don't like... you see that statement as a comparison between the way she grew up and the way she saw love? Oh, yeah, Why sure. would she not believe that that was love that yeah. John Ross is giving her? That's what she saw at home. And also... Everyone's kind of degraded her. Yes, and to be clear, yeah. to be clear, Judith is saying it in the only way she knows how to love her. Judith is batshit crazy. (laughs) And Judith is still trying to manipulate her because it's very important for her and Ryland to break her and John Ross up Mm -hmm. right now. Yes. So they can get the rest of the information from Emma. Because right now John Ross is controlling that. And Judith does not like that. So she's saying it because she cares about her. But she cares about her in her, like, twisted, sick, like, diabolical sort of way. Right. Yeah. With an ulterior motive. 
like just, everybody on the show has. Just like everybody else. That's all that she's mm. seeing, with the exception of Anne. Yeah. That, which she doesn't get yet. We so, we so need more Anne. We do need more Anne. Hashtag more Anne. Yes. Um, Elena and Trevino, they now get the police files mm-hmm. pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. That happened pretty fast. Um, Elena is starting to second guess her choices. Mm-hmm. She's starting, she's like, look, Cliff Barnes is, you know, also a murderer, <laughs> you know? Like, whether he killed J- or uh, JR or not, like, He's still a terrible person. Right. Yeah. So what am I doing? And I think we all kind of saw this coming too. Like we, she can't stay so one-dimensional the entire season. There has to be conflict. It can't be this easy for her. No. Um. So she I don't started, like that. I don't either. It makes her uh, not interesting at all. Wait, what did she say when they were talking to the official? And I was like, oh, you should have took that line out. It just makes it so. Oh, the justice. Yeah. yeah. Yes. The, the, need justice, justice. the need for justice. Elena, you, my dear, are not an Avenger. So you don't get to say that line. Um, But she, uh, oh, but Trevino does come across a photo of JR's body. Oh, and the autopsy report. Yeah, Yeah, and on the autopsy, they see like the the cuts and the stitching from the actual autopsy. And then there's like an incision over above his chest. Mm -hmm. And it's not documented anywhere in the autopsy. Real quickly, if I got documents of an autopsy and photos, I would have no idea what I was looking at. I would not. Right. I mean, and doctors aren't really known for like their legible writing skills. No. I mean, he picked that up pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. How? Do, and, yeah. Well, you got to think too. How many autopsy reports has he looked at yeah. in his line of business? Maybe more than one. Yeah. Maybe more than we know. Yeah. Yeah. But to me, that looked like a stab wound. Anyway, it yeah. didn't look like a bullet wound. It didn't look like anything that even because they knew that he was shot. That's how he died. So even if they saw a stab wound, why would they even say anything well, about it? Well, he thought it, it was it... an incision. So it could have been some kind of surgery or like, uh, or like something. It was a stab wound. No. He said. Uh, I'm sure he, JR has been stabbed at some point, correct? Do you guys remember him being stabbing? Was, I thought he was stabbed. Well, I know. Here, we, here we go. We're going to get all kinds of emails now. I, I got know, an email. Never, la- it was never. I got an email last week forwarded to me or a week or two ago from Phil, I believe, from a fan in South Africa <gasps> explaining in great detail um, something we discussed. I don't remember what it was. Sorry, you're. Uh, you're thanks for watching. <laughs> I'll look it up again later. And I'll but reference it next week. That's actually pretty awesome. That is though. so cool, though. That's amazing yeah, to come back can... and that much detail to refresh because it's been so long since I feel I've like watched it was South Africa. Shows. Maybe it was like Uganda or something. Yeah. No, we it's do have hot. the best fans. Oh, of course, they're yeah. so helpful and amazing and great, and we can't say enough about y'all. They're diehard. They, yeah, yeah and they make us better. Actually, uh, you guys make because remember our first episode? Ooh, they did not like that. <laughs> Well, I used to get yelled at all the time. I'm like, listen, people, you're going to have to calm it the F down because I don't have time to watch 20-some seasons of Dallas to prep for this new show. We're covering the new show. But unfortunately and fortunately, the new show yeah. <laughs> ties in all oh, these old yeah, storylines. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. We're getting schooled every day. It's every day. <laughs> Me too. Then we come to the scene where Emma is waiting for John Ross in a sheet. Emma asks for a piece of the Arctic deal. Because mm-hmm. she's now thinking, mm, maybe Grandma's right. Yes. Yeah. Why do you always? Uh, why are you only really nice to me when I can do things for you? He straight up admits it. Well, too. pretty girl. <laughs> Duh. Get it together. And you know that scene when she walked, when he walked in, and the clothes were there, and she's in that sheet. Uh-huh. You know, at first, there, to me, I was like, oh, she's done gone crazy, like Demi Moore mm-hmm. in um, what's that movie with? Um, I was thinking she's seeing a white female, Rob, but, but you're Rob thinking Lowe, it, Oh, you that know, last night. Not about last night. Oh, uh, with the no, rap, rap uh, pack. Yeah. 
St. Elmo's Fire. St. Elmo's Fire. Remember, she's in that room and she's in Freezing the sheet. And and they can't yeah, get they you guys got... referencing St. Elmo's Fire right now? <laughs> yes. You guys are old. Come on. <laughs> Pull it together. St. Elmo's Fire is amazing. Uh-huh. It's a great movie. But no, yes, yes. she was all emotional. But she, had a, she actually had a game plan. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of nice. So smart. Mm-hmm. Very smart. Tough I give her props where props are due. Well done, Emma. Emma mm-hmm. Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Still written on my sheet. I'm just kidding. In case you're watching, I love you. I can't wait to see you next week. So uh, now we go back to Cliff. Uh, Cliff tells Elena to turn Pamela against John Ross to divide them. And he's like, if you divide them up, Pamela will side with you. Mm-hmm. And she will help you take down the Ewings. Uh, Anne finds Emma at a gazebo on South Fork. They have a touching moment, we think. They're having a conversation. They apologize to each other. And uh, Emma lies. Yeah, Emma says that she cut things off with John Ross. She's not wearing the necklace, which was the key piece throughout yeah. the episode. And I thought at that moment that Anne just believed her. Yeah. I thought she was like, oh, she's a mother. She feels guilt right now. She mm-hmm. believes She mm-hmm. believes her daughter. Um, maybe not. Maybe not so. Uh, and then we've got Ryland. Uh, he goes to South Fork, gets more protect. I wrote down SF, so we either went to San Francisco or South Fork. South, South Fork. Fork. I think Ryland went to South Fork. Um <laughs> Gets more He's protection. outside the gate. Yes. All the security's <laughs> not opening the gate. And yeah. walks out. It's okay, boys. Yeah, because if you really want to kill somebody, that gate would definitely stop you. <laughs> well, with the four security guys, maybe. Oh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, so he goes there, lets Anne know that there's more protection for, for he and for or for her and for Emma. Mm-hmm. Um, then he and Anne, they really kind of have a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he tells her, I was coming here to convince Emma to go home with me, but I think she really needs her mother. You're a better parent than I've ever been. Do we think he really meant that? I think he kind of did. Part of me thinks so. I think there's, I think there's a little bit of both because you got to remember, he is still the offspring of Judith. Well, and he doesn't mm-hmm. want to make... I think he's torn. He doesn't want to make Judith happy by having Emma come in yeah. and make Anne mad. So he's kind of stuck in the middle there. And maybe he's really trying to do what's best for... Is there a character on the entire series right now who means exactly what they say all the time? I think Elena's mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Empanada lady. <laughs> Who may or may not have had an illegitimate son by Cliff Barnes. What if she's the mom? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she's probably about the only one, right? I think she's the yeah. only one that really speaks the truth all the time. Yes. <laughs> God, I would love to live in that world. I'd get so confused, though. I'm the worst liar. But you forget what stories yes. you tell. Like, what, how do they keep And what you told straight? to who, and like, ugh, I couldn't do it. I don't know. I lie like one like little lie, and I feel like I have to go confess it to everyone. Can I tell you? Uh, I told you a couple weeks ago I went to church drunk out yeah. in a taxi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I took a taxi from West Hollywood celebrating the friend's birthday and went to church on a Sunday night drunk out of a taxi. And the first three people I saw, I was like, I just came from a bar. I had a lot of whiskey. That's the first, I said the three people. I felt so bad. I could never lie. Couldn't do it. Well, Uh. the kicker tonight, Sue Ellen texts to John Ross. Yes. Turn on channel five. I couldn't look the other way. Uh, Yep. And, and then what is, well, what does he see when he turns on channel five? He sees the railroad commissioner resigning. Yes, and 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 there's a temporary railroad commissioner being appointed for the next three months, and that person is dun, 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 drum roll, and Bobby, Bobby Ewing. Ewing. Brilliant! I Amazing. love this show. My uh, only question is, if he rejects the permit, how is that not a conflict of interest? Well, because because it's South Fork. Well, he's rejecting a permit that would make him a lot of money. So he looks like a stand-up but guy. Still, how does he? How is he able to to make, make a decision, decision based because on because it's his ha- it's his land? Well, I think I'm in, just wondering. No, yeah, you've got a good point. Uh, one, it's a TV show. <laughs> Two, 
<laughs> um, it's a TV show. It's and not three, a, no, it's real no, life. I think that in Texas, <laughs> in Texas, politics and oil are so intertwined. I don't know that there are many people who would be making uh, would not have a conflict of interest. Um, I don't know. I think that. But, I think, the, but that, but that much of a, I mean, it's, it's his yeah. Head. It's his I think it'd be harder. Um, I, but I would think it would also be a conflict of interest if they actually drilled on his land. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think, maybe that's the way it'll yeah. go. So yeah. because he now is, then he can't. Maybe there's just no. He can look like a stand-up guy for yeah. for going against yeah. you know big oil and right. and whatever um, against his own family. True. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so <laughs> John Ross is livid. He oh, throws yeah. remote control, and it was it Candace that comes chasing after him to ask him what's up, and he literally slams the door, slams that? the door in her face. So, <laughs> best scene of the entire episode. That bitch got a door in her face so fast. <laughs> yes, she did. That was hilarious. That the timing on it was just brilliant, though. Mm-hmm. Like it was really, it's actually kind of comedic, but yeah. really intense at the yeah, same time. He didn't even look back, just on the phone calling his mom. I wonder if they intended for that to be funny. Because it was actually really funny. It was. Oh, it was great. It was hysterical. I did laugh hysterically. Um, <laughs> then we've got Bobby, Christopher, and John Ross in a room together. Um, speaking well, what about the phone message he left for his mother? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, that's what that's what I meant when I wrote calls mom um, his enemy, and then she deletes the conversation yep. and mm-hmm. takes, takes a drink a swig. of bourbon. Yeah. J.R. Bourbon, of course. Of course. Oh yeah. She been drinking J.R. Bourbon. Do you think she'll stop drinking? No, if, no, if no. If she runs out of J.R. Bourbon, no, she'll never run out of J.R. Bourbon. <laughs> How could she? <laughs> they have like a lifetime supply they of it. Never run out. They of just J. have R. a room Bourbon. dedicated yeah. to it. They have their they own do. distillery. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want her to ever stop drinking. To be honest, no. I just yeah. don't want her wandering alleyways drinking from with. Well, bums. at least right now it's moderate. She's yeah. kind of just barely medicating with it right now. She's not getting trashed just yet. Yeah. Well, that's going to happen, though. Somebody's got to get thrown in the pool. That's the only thing. Yeah, I like when those moments happen. What I don't (laughs) like is when she gets drunk and then she can get blackmailed because of something, a choice she made. Right. Or when she gets in a position where she can't be in control anymore because of the alcohol, which will happen. Yeah. That's where Anne will step in. Anne will come. Because here's what's going to happen. Sue Ellen will, something will go down and Sue Ellen's going to take somebody out. She's going to shoot somebody or kill somebody. And (laughs) Anne is going to have her back. Yeah, they are Anne thick and, as thieves. Yeah, and that will bring Anne and Bobby together because if Anne does something with Ryland, that will bring them all together. Dorinda, God, you are so good, Dorinda. You know why? Because you show up every week for the show. <laughs> Kelly, no show, Lisky. Well, we're glad to have you back. We hope you can make it again next week. Please join I'll us. I'll see. I'll uh, So then the end of the – I'm kidding. We love We love you. The end of the episode, we've got Bobby, Christopher, John Ross all talking about the legacy of the Southworths. Southworth, is that right? That was South Fork. No, Southworth. Oh, was, yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Was uh, Miss Ellie's family. Yes. The ranchers, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's talking to John Ross about the legacy of it all. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not about the money. It's not about – it's it's I've been entrusted, whether that's a, a, a gift or a curse or a blessing or a curse, he called mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, I've been entrusted with this this land, and I cannot let you drill it. Yep. Just, Just – not going to happen. He says he's the steward of South Fork. The steward of South Fork. Yes. I love that line. Mm-hmm. Well done. I almost wrote it down, but I thought I knew you'd have it. I knew <laughs> I knew you wrote it down. I knew Dorinda didn't write it down. Um, I kept up. And then he calls John Ross more selfish than Jr. Hmm. And that's kind of a theme of the season so far. Yeah. They're really, really making it very clear that John Ross is the new Jr. on the show. Oh yeah. Yeah. But you know, just a tad bit worse. Yeah. Mm. And a lot of bit hotter. Oh. Totally yeah. Hot. yeah, he's some eye candy. 
Mm-hmm. And then what did he say? Well, if I'm worse than my dad. Yeah, then watch out, basically. Yeah. It's, yeah, if you want to put up roadblocks and I'm as bad as my dad, I'll blow right through them. Oh, I'm some fighting words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they it's are. It's going to be on for the rest of the season. You guys, we until plow through this. Up, until yeah. something happens. And, yeah, until and then they all got to come together because the Ewing's again, always got to come The Ewing's in. always Well, unites. you know, we haven't seen the last of Trevino's wife. She's going to come in oh, acting crazy. Oh, Lucia about to lose yeah, it in a minute. Oh, she is mm-hmm. not going to have no Elena breaking <laughs> up her marriage. No, not. That is not happening. So she that could feisty. be another ally for Christopher. Yep. You know, so she's going to come back. Something's going to happen that'll be some drama and then once heather starts heather starts getting closer to christopher and then heather's ex-husband baby daddy's gonna get mad and go give some information to john ross on, on, it's on christopher it's all boiling. It's <laughs> all oh and to answer your question they are talking about bringing her back really ways, like, yeah the executive producers are trying to find a way to bring her back that's Fabulous. fantastic she can come back as soon as Victoria Principal comes back. I'm still <laughs> praying for it every single day of my life. And they've been living life. together all along. Yes. As lovers. No, she just lives on like, she lives, she, she's been living in the hayloft all this, all this time. Yeah, still, like, or no, Victoria Principal. Like, Hi guys. Yeah. She's been lost driving around in her red Mercedes, which actually was never hers, it was Bobby's, but I like to remember yeah. it as hers. Yeah. You, should, yeah. you do. I do. Yeah. Oh, you do. I love it. All right. We've made a lot of predictions, but I think we should just make some more. So let's go there. Let's do it. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Mm, so menacing. Dorinda, what have you got for us? <laughs> um, God, I, I said a few of them today already. So I'm trying to think. You know what? I think with that Candace chick... She's going to try her hardest, and something's going to go down. But I think at the end of the day, before it even happens, John Ross is going to flinch. So I That's what I think. He's going to figure it out? He's going to figure it out, and it's not going to let it happen. Mm-hmm. I don't Unless think he said... Pamela figures it out first and just... Just fire her, Pamela. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Pamela... Okay, go ahead. I'm not going to say it. Go ahead. I think that Pamela is going to find out, but I'm not sure anyone's going to tell her. I, I, I want her to kind of find out on her own because I think that's going to be more impactful. Because yeah. she is smart and she is fiery and she's already got the eye out. So I want her to find out on her own and do her own little kind of conniving thing to Emma on the we're other building, side We're building, we're building, we're building. I think Pamela's going to find out and I think that she's going to take down Candace on her own and yeah. save John Ross's ass and show him like, listen, listen, mm-hmm. buddy, you want to rule the world? Takes two of us. Not, yep. You're not going to do this on your own. Yep. And your ass about, you know, got brought down right there. And I just saved you. So here's how it's going to play out. And I think he's going to be attracted to her for that. And they're right. running closer. I also do think that it's just a matter of time before Harris Ryland and Anne get to it. They're going to do the dirty, <laughs> the DTR, the DTL, the whatever it is, the DCF, <laughs> any, any number of things they could do. I've done them all. They're all a lot of fun. Um, they're going to do it. They're going to get together. Yeah. And Emma's going to be even more. She's going to go back on Quaaludes. And I also think Pamela will find out that they framed her father, but I don't think she's going to care because he killed her babies. Yeah. That, that has That's to come out. Because I still think she cannot forgive her father no matter. How do you forgive your yeah. father for killing and your And she'll children. think, well, this you you got away with killing my babies. I don't care if this Stay has. Stay there. Mm-hmm. Yep. You you are exactly where you need to be. Yeah, exactly. Because if she does forgive him and tries, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> no, no, Julie Gonzalo. Don't do it. Yeah. You guys, where can our viewers and our listeners find you on social media? 
Well, you can find me, Dorinda Barker, at Instagram, DorindaB1, and on Twitter at Lula Cherry Films. Woohoo! And you can find me at Kelly with an IE079 on both. You guys can find me on all social media at underscore AJ Gibson. My website is AJGibson.tv. Please check that out. Until next time, take care, y'all. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz y'all later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 